0: Good afternoon, y'all. It's great to see y'all today. Uh, this gospel and the first reading is very rich. Um, the beginning of the first reading, uh, there's a question that's asked. I don't know if you caught it. I love praying with questions um, in the scriptures. It says, um, "In vain is it. It is vain to serve God, and what do we profit by keeping His commands?" Right? It's vain to serve God. What do we profit for keeping his commands? I think there's this, this big question of what's in it for me. Right? What's in it for me? Why, why, why should I, as a college student, um, try to abstain from sexual immorality? What's in it for me? Everybody else is doing it. Why, what's in it for me? Why should I abstain from getting drunk on weekends? Everybody else is doing it. What's in it for me? I sit at home. I'm bored. What's going on? We always ask these questions of well, what's in it for me? right? And we will commit to something depending upon how much return I get from the investment that I put into it. You get it? Same thing. What's in it for me? Um, why should not steal? Everybody else is stealing on, uh, on their income taxes or doing things. What's in it for me? Why can't I get a little bit of the love, right? Um, we ask all these questions and many times we'll give into them. But we have to realize, well, what's in it for me? Why is, a st- well, why is a college student abstaining from sexual relationships or not getting drunk on weekends, or you're not stealing from tests and answers and money and all these things. Athletes do it all the time. Why do they go and practice so hard? What's in it for them? Well, hopefully a championship. So depending on the level of our return, what are we going to get will determine how much I'm going to put into something. That makes sense? So why abstain from all these things? Everybody else is doing them. They seem really happy. Just watch their Instagram posts. They look super happy. (laughs) Yeah, what's in it for us? Well, number one, you can say a clear conscience. A college student that is not engaging in all these immoralities can go to bed with a clear conscience at night. They don't have to worry if, oh my gosh, am I pregnant? Oh my gosh, what did I do last night? I don't even remember last night. I don't have to worry about, man, did I really cheat on that test or was that really something that was all my work? I don't have to worry about the teacher catching me, right? I don't have to worry about Uncle Sam catching me. Like, I can sleep with a clear conscience. So that's one good thing. What's in it for me? A clear conscience. That's worth its weight in gold, right? But ultimately, what's in it for us? By living the life that Christ has set out for us, what's in it for us? Eternal life. That's all. Just the streets paved with gold, just the angels singing all over the place, just adoring Jesus for the rest of eternity, to have complete bliss, complete joy, complete happiness, to be with our loved ones forever. Like, what's in it for us? Yeah, eternal life is at stake. So by living the way that God has called us to live in this life, it seems as though it's in vain, as the scriptures say. But what's in it for us, what's worth us putting up with those things and avoiding all those things, it's if we have our eyes fixed on the goal. The football team has their eyes fixed on the goal, the the championship. So they're going to play and they're going to do sacrifices for a lot of things. And so it is with us. If our eyes are fixed on the goal, Then what's in it for us? Why sacrifice these things? Why do these things in vain? Because eternal life is at stake. That's why. And so that's where our great hope is at. That's where we ask Jesus. If we're praying and we say, well, look, I always ask. I'm always knocking. I'm always seeking. I'm always asking the Lord for help and to do these things. That's really cool. But am I asking the Lord for this last sentence that he says? How much more will the Father in Heaven give you the Holy Spirit if you ask Him? It makes me stop and think. Am I asking Jesus, help me pass this next test? Help me in this conversation. Help me with this. Help me with that. Give me, give me, give me, give me. Right? We have our our give me prayers. (laughs) Give me this. Give me that. Do I ask Jesus, give me the Holy Spirit? And when we ask Him that, He's going to say, here you go, buddy. (laughs) Here's the Holy Spirit. Here's the love that you've been dying for. Here's the love that you've been seeking for. Here's the joy that you've been seeking all these empty spaces and to fill your heart with something that only the Holy Spirit can fill. Give me the Holy Spirit, and I guarantee you the Father will give you the Holy Spirit. And in that, He will give you the grace to avoid this temptation and that temptation and give peace in this relationship and that relationship and at work. He will keep our eyes fixed on the main thing. And that's eternal life, being with Jesus. So we sacrifice, we avoid those sins in this life. It seems like it's in vain, and dude, it's super hard. But if we say, Holy Spirit, give me the grace to do it. He will do it. I promise you. We got to ask Him for those things. Ask Him for that grace. Knock, seek, relentlessly. If he doesn't give it because he, because, because he loves you, he's going to give it to you because you keep persisting. Father, I still don't feel like you gave me the Holy Spirit. I need him. Come on. Good. Keep asking. Keep knocking. The door will open. And that's in everything in our life. The door will open. We just got to give God the time to get to the door and open it up for us. Amen.